Yes, yeah, so good afternoon everyone. My name is Vikas Agrawal and I'm the founder of AIF and PMS Advisors India. Firstly, I would like to thank uh, all the participants for taking their time out from their busy weekends and coming and attending this webinar. Uh, so I think to my mind, this really indicates that all of you are really serious about creating wealth. So let's start the session today. Uh, today is a very, very special day. Uh, because we have with us uh, Mr. Shankar Sharma. I think uh, he doesn't need any sort of introduction, but however, those who are uh, fortunate enough to interact with him for the first time, let me have the privilege of introducing him. So Mr. Shankar Sharma is, did his MBA uh, from Manila, uh, Philippines. And after doing MBA, he started investing in Indian uh, equity markets. So he has more than three decades of experience of uh, investing. Uh, in India, both domestically as well as uh, internationally. So post-1999, he started developing his expertise uh, in terms of investing in global markets. And um, I would say that he's one of the most smartest and dynamic uh, fund manager I have ever come across in my career. So uh, once again, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining in. Um, uh, we'll start the session. Uh, we'll come to the topic now. So I would be asking uh, a lot of questions, Mr. Sharma. Uh, uh, you know, the format of the show is uh, we call it Ask the Expert, wherein we invite industry experts like you and we shoot questions on behalf of investors. So basically the whole idea of organizing this session is to empower our investors with more knowledge. So uh, I would be shooting questions. Six, both Devina and I individually at the age of 31 were amongst the top two taxpayers in India, individually. Devina paid 75 lakh rupees, I paid 55 lakh rupees. At age of 31, my challenge marked out of Hindustan ki itihas mein pethi saal ke kisi ne, ikkati saal ke kisi ne 50 lakh rupiah kya, 5 lakh rupiah tax ni dite hoongi. So, it's not about money for us. It is about what can you do to help clients build their wealth with growth, but most important with safety. And that is the underlying philosophy, ethos, conscience of First Global. So for us, whatever we do, whatever we say, has stood the test of time and will continue to stand the test of time. It's as simple as that. And that is what our basic promise is. See, performance is a given. Nobody performs the way we do. There is nobody in this whole world, forget India. But with that, the main thing is peace of mind. Main thing is peace of mind that you're dealing with a firm that's been there 30 years, is privately held, it is owner managed. Okay, every single rupee in this company is my, is my money. Okay, I make sure that that money remains safe as much as your money remains safe. That for us is very, very important. Sir. So that in a nutshell is what we are. We have been members of the BSC from I think uh, 92, 93. NSC, we were the first members when it started in 94. We have been uh, members of the London Stock Exchange, regulated by FCA UK. That's a that's a regulator for UK for the last 21 years. Uh, the the Global Freedom Fund is regulated in the Cayman Monetary Authority, which is you know the Cayman is the number one jurisdiction for hedge funds uh, outside of US. So. Most U.S. hedge funds are headquartered in Cayman because it's a very good regulatory uh, environment, very good on regulation, and yet there is no taxation. So it helps from every angle. So you can see 
most major us hedge funds are domiciled in the cayman uh, you know island so which is where a global freedom fund is domiciled and uh, you know of course uh, you know we have offices uh, you know in dubai india london and now we have set up an extension of our research process in southern europe in macedonia where we find very good talent at very very uh, low prices so we are a truly global firm with a global footprint and aapko ek batata hu before i uh, let you have the second question is the name first global the company was incorporated we became members in 92 i think in bsc okay but that time bsc would not allow uh, uh, corporate memberships indian indian the, the you know the indian regulatory environment was only uh, individuals and partners can become brokers corporate memberships were not allowed so when they allowed in 94 we incorporated we, we you know we, we change our individual membership to a corporate membership and the name we you know uh, uh, gave it was first global we were 30 years of age our vision was that we will be the first global indian securities and investment firm from india and aaj 26 years later i am proud to say we have achieved that vision sure all right so uh, that clearly indicates that there is enough skin in the game uh, as you mentioned that you know every single rupee is earned by you in and then now you are investing back in the same business so coming back to second question uh, shankar ji if you could throw some more lights on two things one how is your asset management business uh, is uh, structured a and within asset management business you have uh, two different verticals uh, one is you invest in uh, indian markets the other one you invest in global markets so how is the investment committee structured and are they related to each other or they work on isolated uh, basis or how if you could throw some more lights so regulatorily the structure is very straightforward in india you know we run a you know uh, two pms schemes which are under the pms regulations we will start an aif also in some point it's pretty advanced now uh, so that only deals with the indian end of the investment leg on the global side we have two global products one is the global freedom fund which is regulated in the cayman second is the gmap which is a global multi asset allocation portfolio which is a more small ticket thing for because there is a lot of demand from smaller investors that you know we also want to participate and why do you want to keep a higher threshold of 100000 dollars which is for the for the for the fund so that so that is regulated in the uk under the aegis of fca uk so cayman uh, sebi india and fca uk for the gma product so those are the regulatory environments plus we manage a lot of money uh, we have managed it from 2015 actually uh, which is non india money so it doesn't invest in india it invests globally and these are large family offices actually there are based in the uae and in switzerland that's roughly about 500 550 million dollars which we have managed for about 5 years now in fact they have been kind enough to let us also segregate some of those into trialing our entire machine learning approach to uh, investing which is something that you know i will touch upon during the course of this talk yeah. you know that that you know to our mind when you combine ml with the human edge is an unbeatable combination it's an unbeatable combination so i will touch upon that subsequently uh, but the investment management process and the teams are one okay it's one 
इट इज नॉट दैट जो इंडिया करता है रीजन ए वेरी सिंपल यू दर्ल्ड इज ए लार्ज जिप्सॉप यू कैनॉट से दैट आई ओनली नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड वन स्मॉल पार्ट ऑफ इट बट हाउ इट लिंक्स विद दी अदर पार्ट आई डोंट नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड that is one of the biggest mistakes that all indian fund managers have done and i have been in this business 30 years i know all of them personally their minds are so narrow that they think india is the final and the last point of investing while the reality is india is only a small piece in the whole puzzle of investing you need to figure out the whole puzzle of investing to figure out india so to give you an example in the month of march we bought a lot of payment companies globally okay we bought them in china we bought them in the us we bought some in europe all right because you know it was pretty clear that you know this is going to be you know a huge sort of surge in you know uh, online online payment volumes and like for example something was square in in the us which we bought at about 75 dollars today is about 100 maybe 80 dollars something like that then we said all right fine we are playing this globally how do you play that team in india because if online payments are the way forward how do we play that in india india only one play okay sbi cards so we bought sbi cards and that trade was born because you had bought a payments set of businesses globally that radiated to india and we bought sbi card which has done phenomenally well up 30 40% from the price which which you know at which we bought we bought companies in australia which were in iron ore because we turned bullish on that in the month of april may and if i overall on the on the aussie dollar itself from there the trade to buy jsw steel and tata steel was born in india and you can see how well they have done therefore the same team has to manage every piece because all the pieces are connected each piece has a relevance to each other so our entire team does everything together it is not isolated silos just the 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 entire process is under one roof one umbrella same set of people talk to each other what is what is happening in one part of the world can that be translated into an indian transaction or vice versa so that's the answer to your question okay so uh, the third point is uh, you know if you could just throw some more lights on the indian pms that you started recently based the feedback from everyone during the morning star meeting uh, so how do you uh, function that and if you could also throw some more lights in terms of the process that you follow which is ai and machine learning and how to implement it in indian pms and then we'll come to global pms yes so uh, like i said our investment process is the same whether it's indian or it is global the process remains the same the let me walk you through a few slides okay it will it will take maybe 10 15 minutes but it's yeah. easier to see it rather than talk about it so let me give you the background so we have been investors for a long time i mean we've been there done that uh, you know big great company hdfc bank you know i personally invested in 1996 it's up i think 200 to 250 times from there of course i don't own it now exited it uh, Uh, Amazon. I personally invested in 2001 when the price was about 11 dollars. It's up even after selling. It is such a huge part of my personal wealth that is unimaginable. Apple. Uh, we bought in um, uh, I think 2002. From there, it has given 70x. 
Shopify in 2016 up 50 times. So like many many such such in India and globally. But we were very clear that we did not want to run public money without a very detailed process of investing because the way investing has been done. Has be has failed. Nobody has delivered returns. You can see the mutual fund industry; it's in complete disarray. And the reason for that is that human beings are simply not wired to be great investors, and that is because of their biases. And let me explain a few of the biases. First bias is a bias called storification bias. Okay, I'm just going to put my video on uh, on on off so that you can focus on the screen. So the first bias is storification bias. Storification bias is nothing but a bias in which every company becomes a story. I own HDFC Bank. I have known Aditya Puri for the last, I think, thirty-two years. I worked under him. I think he's a great guy. But am I sitting and writing stories about him? No. It's a stock. There is no story that can justify buying or selling a stock. It has to be based on pure data. But you can see a lot of storification these days. You know, Ajkal PMS becomes basically a game of writing stories on companies rather than analyzing whether these companies are robust enough to survive long term or even one year or not. So storification bias is a huge bias. Then we come to confirmation bias that I like a stock, therefore I will only pick and choose the information that confirms my bias. i will always disregard the information which goes against my like for that particular stock which means i just want confirmatory logic and not logic which actually defies my you know basic thesis on the stock anchoring bias so we get anchored that you know this you know i mean we 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 always like in a, in everything that this price is a great price to enter for no reason i mean ipc is a good case in point people have been talking about 350 rupees now it's 160 Rupees at every price you keep saying it is very cheap. It's very cheap. It's very cheap. All that is again part of a bias. This the fourth one is recency bias. It's a great great thing to focus on. What is recency bias? Whatever has happened in the preceding short period in the markets is then extrapolated in our mind. Ki it was always like this. So FMCG stocks have done well in the last one one and a half years. story has been now made that fmcg stocks always do well irrespective of time they have always performed reality is completely to the contrary completely to the contrary in fact i will share a video which devina did with cnbc i think 2 3 weeks back which explains that in greater detail with data again only with data that for long periods of time these stocks do nothing they deliver negative returns in fact but the story is that you buy fmcg at any price and you will always do well that's a myth okay and the last one is endowment bias that ki just because we own it it has to be a good company because we have we have got some gift of god that humne koi bhi cheez le liya usko acha hi hona hai which means that we have too much ego in ourselves and that is called endowment bias the last one below that is the bandwagon effect bandwagon means everybody has it in the good follow therefore it must be good and therefore i must also have okay question is how do you eliminate such biases the short answer is vishal yeah the short answer is that it is impossible for human beings to 
uh, eliminate biases. In fact, Nobel laureate Daniel Kahneman, who's written a book on biases, says he himself has no chance of eliminating his own biases. Imagine he has written a book on biases, says that I myself cannot remove my own biases. And it is only because of biases that we as human beings will never make great investors. Never, not even Warren Buffett. Let me give you the example of Warren Buffett. In my view, he's vastly overrated. Okay, and I can prove it on on the basis of data. But that's a different point. Point is, we know Warren Buffett because of his one big investment, which was Coke. Look at the data for Coke. Coke from 1993, including dividends, has given you eight times return. The S and P 500 has given you 12x. Pepsi has given 30x. Imagine for what we know Warren Buffett that he bought such great companies. It is one of the worst investments in this whole world for the last 27 years. That is again another bias that we end up with. Okay. Let's come to the next slide, which. Daniel Kahneman again said that there are very few examples of people outperforming algorithms in making predictive judgments. Algorithms don't get confused. Algorithms are nothing but a set of rules. Rules can be framed on a variety of bases. I'll deal with that later. But the important thing is, see what is written below. That experts, even in supposedly more, uh, let's say, uh, objective fields like radiology, meaning X-rays. Okay, or insurance or DNA analysis can differ very widely in their conclusions, even on the same data. Meaning, there has been a lot of studies that if you show X-ray plates to radiologists, you will have different opinions from each radiologist. Even on something that we do on a daily basis, X-ray dikhate jaake. Even on that, you will have differing opinions. But even more damaging. If you showed the same radiologist the same X-ray after six months, his view would be different. He will not remember what he said then. So imagine even in so-called objective things like X-ray analysis, which you and I assume that what he's saying is correct, there is so much difference of opinion between radiologists and in the same radiologist giving at two different points in time. So what happens is that even in investing, the same thing happens. And I am telling you, I've dealt with the best investors in this world. I've dealt with Julian Robertson. I've dealt with you know John Paulson. I've dealt with I've now dealt with Steve Cohen, and of course of all the Indian you know funds. I can tell you that basically I find everybody has such fixed mindsets, and I keep telling them because of that one day you're going to get killed in this in this in this business. So the thing is that what happens when human beings are faced with a deluge of data? Mind cannot comprehend that much data. Then what it does is it starts to form lazy opinions, under-analyzed opinions, over-simplified opinions. क्या हमेशा अच्छा करते हैं FMCG stocks? Or that I remember in 2007 when we used to say that infra is the worst industry in the in the whole country to invest in. आज कोई नहीं बात करेगा यार एवरीबॉडी हैज फॉरगॉटन दिस व्हाट दे व्हाट दे इज टू थिंक ऑफ इंफ्रा एवरी फंड मैनेजर व्हेन दे प्रशांत जैन और हुएवर इट वाज नहीं 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 यार क्या बात कर तो इंफ्रा के बिना इंडिया कैन नॉट ग्रो वी नीड इंफ्रा एंड देयरफॉर इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर विल ऑलवेज डू वेल वी वांट एक्सप्लेन विद डेटा बैलेंस शीट ऑर्डर बुक दैट दिस बिजनेस इज गोइंग टू कोलैप्स 15 इयर्स 10 इयर्स लेटर यू नो व्हाट हैज हैपेंड टू इंफ्रा द लार्जेस्ट एनपीएस आर इन द इंफ्रा सेक्टर लार्जेस्ट ऑफ द एंटायर एनपीएस Uh, a pool of NPS in India. The single biggest contributor is Infra. 
Same thing with telecoms. In 2007, we told people Indian telecom story is over. Get out of Bharti. Nobody, Madhu Kela, my dear friend said, Shankar, you on this you are going to be wrong. I'll lay a bet with you. I said, Lagde Yamari boss. Done. Bharti, after 13 years, and that time the price was, I think, 500, five, you know, 5, 550 rupees. After 13 years, also the price has not reached that price. Imagine. Why mobile subscribers have grown dramatically in from 2007 till today. So that is because people have lazy. Lazy approach to analysis. They form an under-analyzed, oversimplified, and very lazy opinions. Okay. Yeah, Vishal. Vishal? Yeah. yeah. Now, there is, a, there, is a, there is a bit of uh, science that I'm going to talk about. Not a lot. I'll just explain also what it means. So, for us, we have always wanted to define things in a very systematic, numerical, science or even quantitative based approach because that's the way we are structured as a firm, as individuals. That's what our mind and our training is. I mean, we even question the existence of God. Forget about you know, you know, you know, putting questions to management. This equation here, which is information ratio, which is nothing but the measure of the value added by a fund manager. The equation is information coefficient, which measures the management's the, the manager's skill. Multiplied by the square root of breadth, which is how many uh, opportunities can that fund manager identify? So information coefficient into the square root of breadth equals to the amount of outperformance a fund manager can add. That is the essence of what you mean by skill in this whole business of, of, uh, of, of fund management. And what we do is we improve both these drivers so we improve the information coefficient okay and let me explain how information coefficient is nothing but your ability to predict better than the market okay in english terms this is the mathematical term in english term it means if can i find a method to predict outcomes better than the rest of the stream okay that is that is a very important attribute now, how do you get that? We have built over 23 years, massive amount of engines, which give us that ability to predict. It is a large, large part of numbers, a lot of analysis, a lot of linkages on a global basis, a lot of linkages at, at, at sector basis, a lot of linkages on country basis, a lot of linkages down to company basis. So, for example, in our systems, if I look at the name of one stock, any stock, Okay, for example, you know, in the month of March, a lot of cruise companies started to collapse, right? We all know that cruise and airline companies, right? We have built systems. Everybody knew airline to khadam hai, cruise khadam hai. Could anybody tell you that because ye khadam hai, what are the kinds of companies that are at the back end getting affected? You see what I'm saying? So, Rules in bad, airline bad, our systems tell us because of this, there is this chain which is going to keep collapsing. Okay? That is the level of intricacy we have built and we continue to build that every day. So, that improves your ability to predict. Okay? That is number one. And then come to the second part of the equation which is the breadth. Breadth means does your system 
and your skill and your experience do they make you identify a very large opportunity basket as compared to somebody who doesn't have the systems and the skill and the experience if you can unearth a large number of uncorrelated i am again underlining uncorrelated bets that multiplied by improved and better predictive ability you are going to have results which are out of the park which nobody can match and that is the reason why we are up 30% this year globally and in india in a time when markets are still down between 1 and 5% this comes out of the information coefficient multiplied by the square root of the breadth so that at a nutshell in a mathematical way is what our process is but it gets better come to the next slide so in our investing model at fg our superior management edge comes from a combination of the state of the art machine learning that increases both the information coefficient and the opportunity set dramatically because it can unearth a large number of uncorrelated companies in india and across the world ranked across more than 300 factors and on top of this comes our 30 years of investing experience so our models will give us a list we might choose all of them or we might leave out four five of them so that is why i say it's a man plus machine model that is the future of investing neither man nor machine can can singularly uh, achieve the results that a great man plus machine model can which is exactly what we do yeah now this is a technical chart i mean i just kept it in case anybody wants to go into it but this is more about how we the depth of the process i mean suffice it to say in in the entire world i'm not saying india in the entire world nobody has built anything even close to this and we know a lot of ai firms in the us okay we have you know we know what they do nobody comes even close to what we do that's the level to which we have taken the game yeah next one this is again a little bit you know more information but i'll just make it simple this is how we identify which factors we are going to use and if you go from the top right that first of all all factors need to be explained logically okay actually it should be other way around so let us go from the top left we have a very wide list of factors we consider on a daily basis i mean it's a huge list and it keeps improving every single day because nothing is permanent in the markets factors change what drives stock prices changes so that is one then we do a lot of testing and i'll come to the testing part in the next slide it is a massive amount of data crunching that happens on a daily basis and it's a very time consuming process i mean we know how much time goes into this and then like i said on the you know we come to the other one it's got to be logical and then we come to what at a particular point in time are the factors that will drive stock price performance okay at the same time we know nothing is permanent factors change companies change thematics change so we are always looking for where is the market going to trend next okay it's not about what it did in the past it's equally important to be able to predict what it will do in the future which is the last last point there that we keep testing every single day newer and newer factors vishal so we 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 use hundreds of factors some very well known factors but uh, you know some of them are not very well known for example if you see the first point on the left 
that is growth everybody says we look at growth company what do you mean by growth growth can happen at all levels right we go into the depth of the depth of the depth of growth for example we will see all right so you group q and q 23% what is the rate of growth of rate of growth then what is the rate of growth of rate of growth of rate of growth that is the kind of deep data science that we go into i mean it is of a different order altogether i mean i'm just giving you a very very superficial view of it but i mean it just our different league you know margins i mean all kinds of margins at all different levels of margins we can dice and slice okay balance sheet metrics every single balance sheet metric is analyzed in depth again at scale using our ml processes and uh, you know evaluation we look at a number of metrics lambda ratio some are conventional many are very very unconventional extremely unconventional you know unconventional yeah we shall the next one and then we use structured data and unstructured data so let me explain what do you mean by structured data and unstructured data so structured data is basically uh, you know balance sheet data you know numbers data pnl data unstructured data is you know let's say social media is unstructured data or uh, you know an interview of a promoter is an unstructured you know unstructured data so our systems you know do a lot of analysis of both structured and unstructured data so for example you know it will look at a lot of uh, metrics uh, you know of auditor fees how have auditor fees behaved over the past have they been spiky have they generally you know gone up for you know for no reason i mean that kind of thing again at scale only through the ml process you can do and again is a it's a little bit of a superficial view but all kinds of thing like consistency of of uh, you know depreciation policies a lot of forensic accounting happens again through the ml process and i and i'll show show an interesting slide after this so i was talking about using uh, uh, deciphering unstructured data and we use something called natural language processing to read conference call transcripts so in the traditional model which everybody follows you have analysts listening in on conference calls reading the transcript trying to figure out things while here we have now taken it to the next level where to a large degree our machines can read and comprehend messages from social media from things like google trends from conference call transcripts it can make out whether management is now becoming very cagey whether it is trying to hide things those things have now been coded we are able to with a very high degree of certainty now figure that out also which imagine to do it at scale first of all it's not possible because if you have 200 analysts going and trying to listen to conference call each will have a different perspective on what the guy said as i said even x ray can be misinterpreted forget about you know interpretation of what a management is you know talking about so what you will get is huge noise huge amount of noise based on each of those analysts own biases and preferences doing what we do we cut out the biggest risk to investing which is individual preferences and individual biases so we use the nlp to read through even natural text which is a huge game changing thing that we are doing vishal so using 
some of the tools are are models for example caught manpasand beverages well ahead of the time that it was declared a fraud and uh, you know similarly in the us there is a company called under armor we have got many but i'm just giving you a couple of examples under armor again you know maybe some of you might 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 be using their you know sports goods and sport gear and all that again our models identified you know very dodgy accounting in you know you know in that the next one uh, yeah and uh, you know the stock did go up after that that's okay i mean it doesn't mean that moment we identify the stock has to fall the point is we will avoid all these dangerous companies and in investing one of the biggest lessons i have learned in 30 years is avoid the big mistakes avoid the gmm fraudlers okay i mean avoid the man person you know beverages avoid the under armor so all those kinds of things our ml process gets us now just some examples of the kind of stocks you know we have bought uh, pedilite industries you know entry price was 87 cagr of 30% ipca laboratories 60 60% alkylamines which we still hold ipca we still hold pedilite we don't hold now 760 rupees alkylamines uh, i mean now it's of course you know really Way way ahead. Uh, Navin Florin again, something you hold one of our larger holdings today. Massive winner for us. Globally, we have you know bought you know 3M, Brown and Company, Pfizer, Home Depot, you know DocuSign, you know Fiverr. I mean a number of multi-baggers you know that we have identified. I mean it's like you know China several companies have given tremendous returns. In Malaysia several companies have given tremendous. Even this year they have we had ten baggers in Malaysia. forget about us forget about china that's the kind of depth and breadth that we bring into our investment management process yeah now as i said risk management to us is the god okay for us this is the god because as the quotation on the left shows investing is a loser's game the one who loses the least will win the most that is a fact this year we are up 30% because we have lost the least in each of the market down because even in the month of september when the nasdaq tanked 14 15% we were hardly down okay uh, you know even in march march was you know extraordinary month but even that we escaped with minimal damage over the history and i'll show you we managed to escape the big downturns and that itself puts you ahead of the pack by a huge huge margin okay so we are very strong on risk management extremely rigid it's a it, it, there is even god cannot come down and ask us to change the risk management parameters that's how rigid we are on risk management yeah ishan so this is just some of the stocks we own you know so we you know we vary between 25 to 50 stocks in the you know 40 40 stocks in the portfolio you know we have stocks like the mentioned alkylamine navin florin ipca uh, varun beverages atol dipak nitride and you know several others and you know Uh, Sanofi is a company we own globally. We own it in India. SBI Cards, as I mentioned, is a company that we own here because payments we have bought globally. Again, that's the cross linkage and the synergy between having a unified world view rather than cutting the fund management process into silos. That is one of the silliest thing I have seen uh, of all Indian fund managers. That he will do small cap, that guy will do large cap, he will do infra, and he will. as a nichel that you need one unified perspective because everything is has got a place everything is connected so i mean our numbers you know it's all there you know our gff 
we have merged our the family office data till 2019 and from 2020 when the gff started uh, the cagr that you see at the top is about 18.3% this is i think as of september end right and versus that you know the msci world which is the benchmark that we use is cagr of only uh, 6 uh, about about 6% uh, census of course is one of the worst in the world in the last 10 years only 3% cagr So this is in dollar term, right? Sorry. This is in dollar term. Yes, it is written there. This is this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is this is in dollar terms. Okay. So the GFF the GFF data is in dollar terms. Sure. As well as the Sensex also we have converted to the dollar term. Just for your information, to, you know to make it comparable. If you look at the next slide, Vishal. so the india pms has done very well the india super 50 which is a green line you know you can see let me point out and, and 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 the other one our imap also which is again a beautiful it's a complete wealth management tool itself no go back go back don't no 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 go back yeah wait there no 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 next one vishal next one yeah just just hold it there so you can see one very interesting thing here you can see how less volatile the green line is it's not just the returns our systems and our fund management processes are designed to cut volatility and volatility means blood pressure anybody can deliver high returns let's be clear about it aap pass stock le lo pharma ke pass stock agar le le the 3 mahine mein you will make 50 60 80% that is not investment management you have luckily bought four five stocks they have done done well once they go you will go investment management skill lies in delivering high returns but with low volatility and that is what we deliver you can see even from this graph how less volatile our our uh, you know graph is as compared to the nifty 500 graph at the bottom and 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 we call that the shanti ratio which means returns divided by blood pressure that is really the important ratio for all investors to keep in mind that's not only returns it is that what cost of your health and your mental health does the fund manager deliver you those returns it is like the equivalent of a batsman who takes one single at on every ball gets six runs at the end of the over versus that guy who has 0000 and then a sixer in the last ball which batsman will you prefer the answer is very clear we are the first batsman here yeah vishal and uh, if you compare us to the other peer groups you know multi cap kind of names i mean there is no comparison i mean we are up as i said about you know 25 watt percent uh, you know year to date you can see you know how less volatile our 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 graph overall is and this again comes out of as i said the human plus machine model the data these these numbers tell you what is the efficacy of our process both in india and globally even globally hardly anybody you know without use the the use of derivatives has delivered 30% year to date on a global basis and india of course the data is right here in front of your screen yeah vishal next ah uh, this is interesting uh, just some major examples of you know we have had a long innings in this game and i just wanted to walk you through some of our major calls over the past you know 25 30 years So we were the only firm to predict the 2000, you know, tech crash back in 99 and 
beginning of 2000 i personally made i personally made 100 million dollars buying tech stocks from 96 and 97 till 2000 and i exited in the month of february 2000 when it was absolutely out of control it was clear as daylight that this thing is a train wreck it is going to go off rails and we predicted it is going to fall and it, we all know what happened you know in the from the march of 2000 then we predicted the 2004 to 7 emerging market bull run again the 2008 2008 crash you know again i've been i was publicly out there late 2007 beginning 2008 that this whole infra banks nbfc boom in india and the whole financial boom in the us it's just heading for a major crash and exactly that happened uh then uh, you know we have you know we have, we have predicted many very big winners in india icic bank or bajaj auto back in 2008 maruti in 2008 the chemical sector which we all now own and atol and deepak nitride and several other we identified the trade back in 2013 14 from there these stocks are up like you know 20 30 40 50 x and then uh, we saw the global meltdown coming in march 2020 uh, again you know i was very public about it it was very very crystal clear that we were heading for a big big fall and you know we managed to avoid it and then we caught the global market revival and the indian market revival from the fourth week of march so not only did we avoid the danger the damage of march but we went back in last week of march and first week of april and from there we have participated massively globally and in india which is the reason why you know we are up 50 60% from that point itself Uh, handily beating the market, and then of course you know you go to the left side. I've been a personal investor in Amazon, in Apple, in Domino's Pizza, which is up I think 32 times in the last 10 years. Uh, Netflix 2010-11, I personally bought it. I was in the US at that time. Uh, Shopify 2016-17. So we've invested across the world, India. In, we've not left practically any part of the world untouched, at least where there is a decent stock exchange. Next one. and of course our team you know we are all battle hardened veterans you know tons of experience uh, but yet we have very very smart young people i'll show you one of them in the next slide extremely hungry uh, extremely bright extremely talented uh, and we have a multi you know locational team so it's in india it's in calcutta it's in london and now it's in southern southern europe also so different uh, you know different but they all work cohesively it's not that they do something other than what we do that's all very synergistic and of course we have a good team of computer science engineers and the data scientists sitting in calcutta who run our entire ml part uh yeah next one yeah so these are the two products that we are here to talk about the first one is the global freedom fund i mean it is a it's, it's a it's a tactical fund invest across asset classes across the world uh, you know uh, which is you know more or less the entire emerging markets the entire european market the entire north american market the entire south american market uh, we also are started looking at some frontier markets like vietnam etc now they they look very very good uh, again it's a single window all weather fund multi asset so it's a tactical fund uh back in february when we saw danger we were 80% in fixed income fourth week of march uh when we saw danger had kind of not all passed but at least from a market angle it had passed we went to 80% 75% equity today we are about 78% equity about 
10% fixed income, around 10% uh, commodities. So we have oil, which we bought in April in the teams. It's doubled from there. We have gold. We've had silver, again, which has been a huge winner for us. So it is not only stocks. It's not only one market. We have the best alpha generating ideas from across the world in the GFM. The best. And that is the whole advantage because something or the other will always be in a bull market. And we want to be in those asset classes or in those companies, those sectors, those markets. And that's that's why the GFF again has delivered the results it's delivered. The next one is just the India PMS products that we have two products. One is the IS50, the India Super 50, this is 100% equity. The second one is a multi-asset, again, tactical asset allocation. We have some fixed income, we have some gold, uh, you know, we have Indian equities. So that was more like a composite wealth product so, because then we take on the mantle of doing the allocation for the client because Otherwise, what's the point? Because a client can't sit and decide is gold good or, you know, this good or small caps are good or large caps are good or fixed income is good. That is really our job as fund managers. So this product we created as a single window, the, the IMAP, for anybody saying that, look, I, I just don't want a hassle of managing my wealth myself. Give me a composite wealth product. And so IMAP is that product. So that really in a nutshell is what we are, what we do. Uh, uh, Vishal, can you just share quickly the other one I had, I had given you, the, you know, the other shorter one, just it's like a couple of slides, but that's important just to show the team. Yeah. And of course, uh, yeah, Vishal, you can just uh, click on the left side to, yeah, exactly. And of course, we have been lauded globally in the Wall Street Journal, in Barron's Magazine, uh, right here in Economic Times, and you can see, you know, the man who saw the the March crash has no time for, you know, the lockdown because, you know, we got really busy. And then uh, First Global PMS schemes beat the COVID, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, beat the market handily. You know, the Economic Times, this thing. Forbes magazine has called me the alchemist of the last street. Uh, the next one. Again, we have been widely covered globally. CBS Market Watch, Bloomberg Business Week, Wall Street Journal again. Uh, yeah, I mean, tons of, you know, accolades from across the world. Uh, in India, we have been, First Global has been, you know, called one of the best stock pickers. This was at 2010. Mr. Sharma has been turned in 2010, one of India's best stock pickers by Economic Times. Uh, you know, and then, of course, Outlook Business. Uh, I mean, we have been there a long time. So, you know, these things, we kind of now just accept it as a matter of course. And then, of course, if you can see the team. Uh, yeah, and these are these, these are these are some quick uh, testimonials that, you know, this gentleman, Mr. Uh, you know, Mr. Vivek is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a person from, from, from Germany who is an investor in our Indian global products. And he works for a large auto company and he was, he had a bad experience with every single provider till he came to us and he wrote us a very, very nice letter of just, I've just, you know, excerpted from that here uh, that he said that my whole life has changed since I came to Post Global. I don't have stress anymore, which is the point I was trying to make that anybody can make high returns for some time, but that's not investment skill. And uh, Vishal, the last one. And then, of course, there are so many, you know, clients, you know, 
send send us messages on social or directly you know ashish doshi who's one of the investors in the gff uh, he said that likewise join the journey of wealth creation with the best in the industry super onboarding experience with first global uh, you know he's 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 made a significant amount of money vinita rora i opened my gmap global pms account with fg in april uh, see the screen screen grab you know it's not visible but you know is beaten the nasdaq and as well as the msci by a wide wide margin and several others uh, you know all of this is you know publicly available yeah ishan and of course devina who's the co-founder she is an imm the about gold medalist one of india's finest ever analyst ever okay i mean she the maths and statistic uh, college uh, university major and then she went to i am amdabad and you know she topped the course back in 86 and i am a dean's listed top 10% of the class from the asian institute of management both i am amdabad and aim were formed under the harvard business school the harvard business school collaborated with only two business schools in asia one was i am amdabad and second one was aim so devina is from iima Uh, and I am from AI. I am both of both of which are Howard uh, affiliates. So we were taught exactly the course that was taught in Howard. And then Achin, the bottom, he heads the quantitative research. He's he works out of Calcutta. He's he's again an IIT Kharagpur Com Science again near topper merit lister. He's I am Bangalore again. You know uh, you know merit lister. Absolutely brilliant guy. Uh, deep depth of knowledge of both. Technology and finance, which is hard to get. So we have a brilliant team, and this is just part of the team. We can't give you everything, but I mean, we have a really great team. Many of them have been there for fifteen, twenty years with us. <coughs> so this is this is our story, uh, gentlemen. I mean, happy to take questions. Yeah, so I'll make a, a small announcement uh, for all the participants. If you have any questions, please uh, type in there. You have a box called Q and A. So feel free to uh, type in your question. So there are a couple of questions which has come from some investors. So one question from Mr. Jinder is that uh, your global PMS is regulated by uh, uh, global reg regulatory uh, regulators. So how do you protect the interest of your investors back in India? These are regulated products. I mean, the investor only runs one risk. Let's be clear. That is market risk. there is no other risk in this thing so your funds are there we are a old firm these are regulated entities and they are it's a straightforward thing you get your daily nav the navs are and the fund accounting is done by an independent administrator called iqq which is again one of the world's top 3 administrators so you get your daily nav you can trade at nav you can enter at nav you can exit at nav uh, we have two subscription dates i think tuesday and friday a very straightforward process i mean I mean, we are an old firm. We are not a young, young bunch of kids, you know, doing this. We've done done things a long time, and like I said, that we we do business and have done business for thirty years on the world's top most financial institutions. So, uh, the only risk, like I said, anybody runs is always market risk. I mean, that is in, that is inherent in the investing process. There is nothing else that you need to worry about. Sure. The second question uh, is: Your global PMS is registered as separate entity. and you are not one of the directors yes so what is the reason behind it because this year i have become not ordinarily resident and because of covid so i'm stuck in india so you know the law is that they might start start to charge tax if many of the directors are indian residents so that's that's the 
place of effective management clause of the income tax provision. So when I go back to Dubai, I mean, hopefully in December, that's the time it will change again. So that's the time when both Devina and I will become directors all over again. Otherwise, it's a risk that tax in India, Indian tax, anything can happen. So you don't want to take any chances. That is the reason. Yeah. And second, yeah, let me also, yeah, I should, I should actually add that, that uh, we have now formed an, I mean, in the process of forming an asset management company, so that that will actually sit at the top and have uh, direct ownership because we want to ultimately, you know, uh, you know, monetize that because there's a lot of demand from investors for investing in the AMC. So we will unify all the income streams that is for us, not for individual investors, into a single AMC structure, which is being formed right now. Uh, again, all those things can, cannot be done remotely when we go back because I've been a non-resident for 10 years now. So everything happens only when you go back, which, you know, God willing, I should be back uh, maybe December or something. So one question from my end. So under the AMC umbrella, you're planning to come out with mutual funds also for the retail investors in India. Yes, yes, yes. Very much. Exactly right. Exactly. That is the whole objective. So that AMC will have all the products, meaning it will have global fund, global PMS, India PMS, India AI and a mutual fund product as well. Okay. Well, that is exactly, I mean, you have hit the nail on the head. I didn't want to mention it, but I mean, that is, that is, that is the plan actually speak. Sure. One more question is, uh, uh, in the presentation, it is mentioned that you don't intend to register uh, your organization under US law. So what does it imply to the investor? No, 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 it, no, no, I don't think it, you know, it says that what it says is as of right now, we cannot accept US money as of right now. But in fact, last night itself, you know, we had a long, you know, meeting. So in the next, I mean, again, you know, registrations can take time, but we think within the next two months time, our fund will become open to US, you know, US residents. So right now we can take money from people who are US residents, but we can only take it from their non-US money. Okay. We can take US money right now. We are not regulated for that, but we are getting regulated for that. As we speak, as the last night itself, we had a very detailed meeting and I think in the next two months time, the fund will open to US investors. Okay. It also mentioned that you will appoint an advisor. So what is the role of the advisor then? So advisors can be a variety of advisors. Okay. Let me not, uh, you know, say advisor can be one. There are lots and lots of uh, uh, inputs one takes on an ongoing basis. So, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. So there are expert networks in this world who are advisors. What do they do? They give us market intel for each country. So like right now in China, we have people who give us kind of, you know, the channel checks. All right. All those are advisors to us. So we want to put that also under a, under a structure and make it like an advisor to the fund. The fund itself pays. It's nothing to do with the investor. We pay from our own income. But those are advisors who help us become better at our jobs. That is really effectively what, you know, what the advisory thing is. Okay. Uh, and, there are, and there are many like that. I mean, I'm just giving you one example. So, yeah, many like. This in fact, in Global India itself, because some of the research sits here, will also be an advisor. Okay. So this question is related to product particularly. 
it says that you don't have any exit load either in indian pms or in uh, global pms is that correct yes so if the further question one more question is here there is something called redemption fees what is that where where are you reading redemption fees so probably he would have read in the presentation it's a question which has come up so you are saying that there is no redemption uh, no no nothing you can like i said you go in at nav and you come out at nav there is nothing there is nothing called redemption fee or exit load or entry load zero nothing okay so one question the what is the minimum amount of investment one needs to sign up for your global or indian product so india is regulated by sebi so that's a 50 lakh rupee minimum there is nothing one can do about it and when we do the aif aif is a 1 crore ticket so that is all uh, this thing for the global fund that is under cayman law we cannot take less than 100000 dollars because this fund is open only to accredited investors meaning that people who have net worth in excess of what they are putting in so all those kyc etc when when a when a client is on boarded the administrator iq iq takes that basic declarations that you are not putting 100% of your net worth into this fund because you know that's again you know the law does not allow that so that that is that is 100000 dollars and above for the gff for india it is 50 lakh rupees yeah one more question interesting question it says that do you believe in timing the market or time spent in the markets so the lazy fund managers say that markets cannot be timed okay and i know there are many in our experience you can 100% time the markets i mean there is i mean how do you think we predicted 2000 crash how do you think we predicted 2008 crash how do you think we predicted 2020 march this comes out of data this comes out of a lot of science you can predict with a fairly nothing is 100% in life you don't need to be 100% right in life anyway that's not required but with a fairly high degree of certainty you can predict the shape of events with the high but you need a lot of tools we have built it with our own money with our own capital over 23 years so if you manage to combine time in the market with timing the market you will get numbers and our numbers are a proof of that only but to say you cannot time it is is a lazy opinion reality is that you can absolutely time it there's no question about it. yeah so one question is uh, uh, from one investor what are your uh, failure stories and uh, what have you learned from it i mean it is oh, there are many there are many there are many so you know that is that for that you require another couple of hours so you know remember remember one simple thing you cannot become anything in life without having lost money okay it's not possible uh that is why i always say first you put your own money and become rich and only then think of making other people rich okay pehle khud ameer bano investing karke apne paise pe fir dusron ko ameer banane ki socho so i am rich i don't need to do investing for other people for my bread and butter the reason why we do it is because it's great fun we love it we just enjoy the whole process we i mean i enjoy every minute of this webinar i love it i love the questions so the mistakes happen okay i'll give you an example i 
and as a firm we missed the first part of the tech boom completely you know in 96 97 98 okay so the first part of infosys when it went up i think 15 time or 10 times we we never believed it we thought it is unsustainable sub bubble we bought it but we bought it a little too late but still i mean like i said it was a huge amount of money we made when i look back the reason why we missed it was because we were rigid in our thinking we were not flexible enough to accept that markets have changed again i am repeating flexibility is what you learn after doing something for 30 years you realize that if you are inflexible if you are rigid in your arteries you will die if you are rigid in your muscles you will not be able to walk if you are rigid in investing you will be killed we were rigid we thought tech is not going to last we thought 50 pe was too high a massive mistake and of course there have been others as well when you know we bought a couple of infrastructure companies we thought they would revive and they didn't revive but understand this in none of them does it matter because it's not that the position is so large that it can ruin me the trick again is risk management that even if i go wrong in something what am i going to lose i'll lose 25 30% so okay i am not put 100% of my money into anything anyway so the mistakes teach you a lot but also they teach you risk management which is why i made the slide that god for us is risk management okay so next question uh, is where does your global fund registered and how can we invest in usd or euro so as i mentioned it is registered in cayman islands it's regulated by the cayman monetary authority the investments are made in us dollars but you know if you remit from your bank okay the bank can remit it, can convert your euros into dollars i mean that's just whatever charge they take you know 5 5 10 basis points the fund accepted and is denominated in us dollars the nav is in us dollars so you will have to put in us dollars but that is done by the bank you don't need any investor doesn't need to bother about it the process is very straightforward the onboarding takes roughly depending on the availability of the kyc documents okay because again there is a lot of you know anti anti money laundering compliances because it's very highly regulated jurisdiction so we need to be very careful but all that is done by the fund administrator we don't enter into the onboarding process it's a arms length process they will do their checks they will do their compliances they will require any further information assuming things are in place normally in 10 15 days an account is open and after that basically you remit the money Uh, like i said we accept money uh, two times a week i think tuesday and friday so if if it is, if it has arrived on wednesday the investments are made on a friday if it has arrived on friday after banking it will be made on the next tuesday so it's a two time cycle dealing date is published after that you start to get you know your daily navs directly again it comes directly from the administrator we don't enter into that picture at all so that's is a pretty straightforward process yeah Uh, next question is what would be the tax liabilities so uh i i'm not a tax expert but what i do know is that on the gff if you make money in the short term and you and you sell you will be subject to short term capital gains which is less than 3 years after 3 years it becomes ltcg but with indexation it comes to and 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 the, the long term is 20% with indexation your effective tax rate will be around maybe 14% or something like that on the profits that you make from it 
that's that's pretty the fund has no tax so everything is passed through on the nav to you and if that is and this i'm saying only if you're indian resident but we have a lot of nris again sitting in dubai then there is no tax for you i mean it's you know there is you're absolutely tax free yeah so maybe the last question which is uh, uh, does uh, gmap product have a lower ticket size requirement the fg website says 10000 usd is this yes. also ems structure yes 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 so that's what i has mentioned uh, at the beginning of my talk that the gmap i will made it for retail investors small ticket 10000 dollars okay now let me explain the difference between the two first of all gmap gff will have the same strategy framework but the number of positions because the amount is small cannot be as many as what we can do in the gff because that's a fund structure in a pooled fund we can we can buy many markets we can access many markets okay but on a 10000 dollars ab ek ek share hi hota hai 200 dollar 400 dollar ka so you see i, I can't go and put i mean before fractionals were available i mean a single stock or amazon is 3000 dollars so it becomes in gmap the number of positions is fewer but the overall for us retail investor it's a great product and we we literally open hundreds of accounts every week in gmap it's a it's a massive one and people have made substantial money in gmap but for a hni that's not the product is definitely not the product it's meant for a small ticket retail product and that's what it is good for but for hni gff is the correct product because we can do a lot of strategies also in that lot of strategies i mean our ability to frankly i mean let's say a malaysian stock we can't buy in gmap there is too much too much trouble to in in 10000 bizar dollar mein but in that in malaysia i mean a company called supermax which makes you know latex gloves okay it it started the year at a billion dollar or 2 billion dollars today 16 billion dollar company i mean that kind of thing we can do in gfa but in gmap it's not possible sir. yeah understood so i think we won't be taking any more questions so i'd like to thank you for taking the time out from your busy schedule and interacting with our investors no the problem question from my end which is personal question don't you think you are late in indian markets to start your pm mutual fund business late you will be surprised when you see when entire au of this industry will be with us inko aata nahi hai sahab they don't know the game of investing they do not know it and i can tell you this i have known them i have grown up with them inko aata nahi hai so you will see you will be surprised by the amount of returns and the kind of safety and the kind of aum we'll get in the mutual fund business it is a business with zero competition i have never in my life seen a business i mean we own two businesses okay let me explain one business manufactures coffee and sells globally it's a great business okay that we compete with the starbucks of the world or the nespresso of the world and i always say compared to that what we do in fg is so easy because the quality of competition is so poor ki inko to hum kabhi bhi hara denge isme kuch nahi hai the real challenge for us is the coffee business to be honest with you yeah this is this is the piece of cake so don't worry about it this business by the way also remember is now ripe to be disrupted with a new form of investing and which is this man plus machine model and let me end by adding one very important point please 
very important for all investors and yourself to understand it doesn't mean that if you give a machine and a coder a machine he will come up with the same output it's not possible you need the human beings to be of that caliber to be able to code the machine for that output aap sirf engineer ko de do wo bana dega kuch model wo chalega nahi because he is an engineer what we have done is because of our own experiences the rights the wrongs the mistakes the wins losses you have coded your intelligence into the machine so the quality of the human beings is more important than the quality of the machine remember that so no two human plus machine models will be equal it is like aap ferrari ki gaadi ya pan driver ko de do but if ford don't know how to drive it and one knows how to drive it he will win even though the engine is the same horse power is the same everything is the same so you need the right engine but you need the right driver that is why our model succeed because the human beings are extremely experienced and the machine part of it is state of the art as i mentioned achin is a brilliant guy when you combine the two only then you will win at this game so so we are not late in fact we are at the cusp of a huge revolution in the mutual fund business and you will be part of it with us yeah sure love to be so before we conclude i take this opportunity to thank vishal tiwari ji for helping us to organize this session and give us an opportunity to interact with mr sharma and i also would like to thank all the participants who were joining so thank you we'll conclude the session here thank you yeah, thank you vikas yeah thank you very much thanks sir thank for joining in yeah thank you sir thank you, thank you. Yeah, have a good day bye bye yeah, thank you bye bye